afraid about the fainting spell yesterday. That has never happened to me before. Well, I've fainted before, but not while preaching. <clears throat> I'm good. Revelation chapter 22. just want to speak real real quickly this morning on Jesus last three calls he calls in the last chapter of the Bible very last chapter of the Bible we see Jesus speaking three times and he does this this call uh, I'm coming quickly I'm coming quickly I'm coming quickly he says it three times in the last chapter of the Bible and I think each time he says it <clears throat> he says it with a little bit uh, of a different emphasis each time. So look at this. In, in Revelation 22, verse 7, <clears throat> Jesus says, Behold, I'm coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. Behold, I'm coming quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. So what do you think the emphasis is? What's, what's kind of the, the idea that he's, I'm coming quickly. And what should you focus on? In one word, what could you say? Obedience. Obedience. That's what I'm thinking. Obedience. I mean, blessed is he who keeps the the words of the prophecy of this book. I mean, I think Jesus is talking about the book of Revelation here. But you can definitely apply it to the whole Bible. Blessed is he who obeys everything that's taught us in this book. How many of you want to be blessed? Anybody that wants a curse? I mean, we, everybody wants, wants to be blessed. I, I want God's blessing on my life more than anything. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the, book, of the prophecy of this book. Um, so the first call, Jesus' first call, I'm coming quickly. And kind of the emphasis there behind, I'm coming quickly, while you're waiting for me to come, be obedient. Be obedient. Keep the words of this book. When we, uh, <clears throat> when Javen and Colin, our, our two oldest boys, when they were um, a lot younger, many years ago, in the jungles of Peru, um, this is actually in a different, different part of the jungle where we were living, and uh, we caught a tarantula. And uh, we caught it in this, this Tupperware uh, container and put the, put the top on it and set the, set the Tupperware up on top of a shelf. And, uh, and then told the boys, listen, this tarantula is dangerous. We were looking at it inside the Tupperware and everything was big. I don't, maybe I'm exaggerating. After time, it seems like it was as big as my hand. But uh, anyway, we were looking at it. Then put it up on top of the shelf and told the boys, you, you, can't, you can't play with the tarantula. This isn't a toy. And a few hours later, I come back into the kitchen where the shelf was. And Javen, our oldest, was climbing up on top of the shelf. And he had grabbed the Tupperware and he was pulling it down. And I came in, and I was, ah! yelling, and he was, ah! and he fell, and the tarantula almost escaped, but we yeah, kept it in. Why do you think I told him not to play with the tarantula? It's dangerous. Why do you think God has given us instructions to obey in His Word? He wants the best for us. And he knows with sin come terrible consequences. There are consequences. 
Be obedient. Jesus is coming quickly. While we're waiting for Him to return, be obedient. I'm coming quickly. Blessed is He who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. That's the first call. The second call. Jesus calls once again in verse 12. Jesus says exactly the same thing to start out. And behold, I am coming quickly. My reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. What do you think would be kind of the emphasis behind that second call? I'm coming quickly. Works. The idea of come with a reward. I'm going to reward everyone according to what they've done. Now, we don't do anything to get saved. We're not saved by works, but rewards come from works. Yeah, it's the Holy Spirit working through us to do those good works, but at the same time, right now is game time. Here in this life, we're here for a short amount of time in comparison to eternity. Right now, it's time to make touchdowns. Super Bowl tomorrow. Right now is the time to score points. I, I, I've often thought how embarrassing it would be on, on, on Judgment Day or, or Bema Seat, the Judgment Seat of Christ. All the believers are lined up. I don't know how it's going to be, but I just imagine this line of believers and everyone's putting their crowns and their jewels and uh, their, their rewards at Jesus' feet, giving Him glory. All the rewards that we get, the crowns that we get, just to put at His feet. And give Him glory. And then it comes to my turn. And I've got nothing to give Him. Everybody else is throwing crowns and, and rewards at His feet. And then it's my turn. I just, I'm like somebody that escaped through the flames and just barely. I just, I got into heaven, but uh, I didn't do anything. I wasn't living for Him. No rewards. Right there, that verse. Behold, I am coming quickly. My reward is with me to give to everyone according to his work. The idea of being active. So the first call, I'm coming quickly. And the idea there, be obedient. The second call, I'm coming quickly. But the idea is more, be active. Be active. Live for the Lord. Um, Once when we we went to Peru, um, and then we came back after a couple of years for a visit, and um, we had stored a bunch of our things some furniture, um, clothes, books in a friend's um, kind of pole barn. Uh, and we had it in boxes and things like that. But we went to, to go see how our things were. And uh, my dad was with me. And we started pulling out boxes. And every time we pulled out a box, a rat would run out. Pulled out another box and three rats would run out all directions. And pretty soon I was there with a shovel. And my dad was pulling out the boxes and as he'd pull out the boxes, I'd be whacking the rats as they ran out. But these rats had gotten into everything. They had destroyed everything. I mean, it smelled like rat urine. They had gotten in and chewed things up. I mean, actually, we probably had like a thousand dollars or maybe a couple thousand dollars worth of things completely destroyed by rats. And it just reminded me, our treasure, we shouldn't be storing up treasures here on earth. We're rats. And moth and rust destroy. We have to be storing up those treasures in heaven. Eternal rewards. Storing up those treasures in heaven because in the the end, we're just going to throw them at Jesus' feet to give Him glory. And I want to have something to throw at His feet. 
Be active. Jesus is coming quickly. Be obedient. Jesus is coming quickly. Be active. Are you living for the Lord? Um, I guess, let me, got a back page of my Bible here. Write down great quotes that I've come across. C.H. Spurgeon said this, If sinners will be damned, at least let them leap to hell over our bodies. And if they will perish, let them perish with their arms about their knees, imploring them to stay. If hell must be filled, at least let it be filled in the teeth of our exertions, and let no one go there unwarned and unprayed for. Lost world around us. We ought to let no one go to hell without at least making them leap over our bodies. <laughs> kind of grabbing them around, the, around their legs, imploring them to not go. Come to Christ. Being active in ministry. Trying to make Christ's name great. Sharing the Gospel with the lost. Be active. Be obedient. And the last call is found in verse 20. Verse 20. He who testifies... To these things says, surely I'm coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Who says that last line? I heard it. John. John, the Apostle John is writing uh, this revelation from Jesus Christ. Jesus tells him one more time, third time, I'm coming quickly. And John answers, even so, Come, Lord Jesus. He's like, yeah, come. Like right now, I'm ready. I think the emphasis this time, in, in this call, even so I'm coming quickly, the emphasis with, with what John says, I think is be ready. John was ready. He could say, yeah, come, Lord Jesus, right now. I'm, I'm ready. I want you to come. And it makes me think, you know, really honestly, I mean, we want Jesus to come, but do you really want Him to come right now? I mean, He saw what you did last night. He knows the way you treated your wife in the car on the way here. I kind of want Jesus to come when I'm, I'm doing good. When I'm being obedient. When I'm being active. I want Him to find me living for Him, for His glory, sharing the Gospel with people around, treating my wife like Christ treats the church, His bride, treating my kids in a way that's glorifying to the Lord. I mean, really, do you want Christ to come right now? How will He find you? How are you living right now? Be ready. Be ready. Um, we uh, one time... Came back from Peru. Uh, we landed. Not, it's kind of uh, fuzzy there. It was a long time ago. I'm not sure where we flew from. We, we came into, we were in Texas. And I had a different ticket than the rest of the family. And I was flying from Houston into San Antonio. And actually, Amy was flying Houston to San Antonio with the rest of the family. But we were on different planes because we had a frequent flyer ticket and had to go on a different plane, something like that. But we met up. We were going to meet up in San Antonio and get on the same plane and fly to Portland, Oregon, where we're from. And so I'm by myself, and Amy's got all the kids, and uh, I'm not helping out. I'm kind of a bad father at this moment. And Amy gets on, on the plane, and, and she goes through and everything, and I'm late, and I'm running through the airport. I finally get to the right 
terminal, and, and I go in there and I say, hey, and everybody's already gone through the line, uh, and the plane's out there still, and I tell them my name, Micah James Tuttle, they look me up, I don't have my ticket with me, and, uh, and, and Amy had already gotten on, and so the lady looks up my name, she's like, oh, you're not in here. I was like, no, 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 look, look more closely. And she, oh, yeah, I'll look again. And Micah James told him, she's looking. Oh, sorry, sir, your, your name's not recorded. You're not on this flight. I said, no, I have to. I must be on this flight. I, I'm sure my, my wife, she, she bought the tickets. But, uh, and then she looks at me real sad. And, oh, sir, we understand what's happening here. Your wife is leaving you. <laughs> and she said, we see this every once in a while, and I'm just really sorry. I was like, no, no, my wife wouldn't do that. No, we have a good marriage and everything. No, it's impossible. And while she's telling me this, the plane starts to roll, starts to kind of go, and, you know, they go around the circle and down the tarmac. It starts to take off with all the speed, and, and it took off. And I'm left in San Antonio. I don't know anybody in San Antonio. I don't have tickets. I didn't have, I didn't have anything with me. And uh, I don't even remember how we solved the problem, but... Uh, I was, I was left in San Antonio. I was left behind. Um, it's really a, a good illustration of being left behind when Christ comes. You think that you're ready. Are you really ready? The Lord is coming. I'm coming quickly. I'm coming quickly. I'm coming quickly. Be obedient. Be active. Don't waste your life. Oh, there's so many distractions, especially in the United States. It's incredible. This is like we've entertained ourselves to death. It's incredible. Entertainment is just everywhere. Distractions everywhere from what really matters. Being obedient to the Lord. Being active. Bottom line, being ready. Being ready for Christ's coming. Let me read this to end. Um, John Wesley said, Give me 100 men who fear nothing but sin and desire nothing but God. I care not whether they be clergymen or laymen. They alone will shake the gates of hell and set up the kingdom of heaven upon earth. 100 men. Just a few good men. A few women, too. That fear nothing but sin in their own life. Fear that. Fear sin in your own life. That will render, will render you useless. Sin in your own life. But then from there, fear nothing else. doesn't matter if you're a full-time worker or a missionary or a carpenter or an electrician or a taxi driver. doesn't matter. You follow the Lord. You want no one but Him and Him alone. He'll use people like that. Set up His kingdom here on earth. Shake the gates of hell. Be obedient. Be active. Be ready. Let's pray. Father God, thank You for Your Word. Encouragement that we find. Challenges also. Oh God, only one life to live soon to a pass. Only what's done for Christ will last. Help us to have an eternal perspective. Stamp eternity on our eyeballs. Help us to be ready. This might be the year that Christ returns. And how will you find us? Help us to be obedient. By the power of your Holy Spirit, 
living, obedient lives. Help us to be active, ministering, doing whatever we can to share the gospel, to make your name great. Thank you for putting us on this earth as your ambassadors. Help us to look forward to your imminent coming and live in such a way, in a manner that is worthy of the manner in which we have been called. We put our lives into your hands, praying that you you'd bless us, like that verse 7 says. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. We want your blessing, O oh God. We put our lives into your hands, asking that you would help us and bless us. In Jesus' name, amen.